All right, vocal fam. Well, here we are, Voice Foundation week three. Week three. It was still Saturday afternoon. Sarah still. and Leah were so out of it. Look, my coffee had started to kick in. My coffee started kicking in like at the end of Lori's. Of Lori's. And so I was at least like functioning if at this point. If you didn't check out last week's episodes, last two weeks, Jonathan and Kathy Price and a little bit of Josh Glasner yeah. from two weeks ago, last week, Lori Sonnenberg. This is our third Voice Foundation inter- um, sort of conversation. Yep. This one... Oh man! If you wanna, if you've ever first wanted to listen all, to a grown man giggle for like ten minutes, this is the episode for you. <laughs> well, first of all, let me just say, Bodo, I love you. You're he amazing. Does. I got to spend, I got to spend the rest of the week with Bodo after this at the Singing Voice Science workshop. I am Science a little jealous. Workshop. I am jealous. And that. Uh, Bodo, Bodo, I mean, man, you are, you are seriously in the top five coolest people I've ever met in my life. I only met him for an hour, and, and I would agree with that, honestly. Like, and, uh, I mean, the world owes Bodo now a great debt of service because, yes. I mean, the programming... And the, listen, vocal fam, the stuff <laughs> that Bodo is planning, Sigit.com, S-Y-G-Y-T. Glad you can spell it. The stuff that he is programming into Voce Vista that is coming forth in the coming years, you do not want to miss. That's what's so mind-blowing to me is that, like, it's just it's already there. Yeah, he's released. got he's got multiple beta versions of stuff on his computer that just ready waiting uh, that are just, he's working on them yeah. because as a coder he wants the he wants the he program wants it to, be to be beautiful, amazing and so wow wow this episode is a lot of so what basically what what he shows us a lot of is the new tone generator yes. which essentially vocal fam if you didn't already know basically replaces Mata. It's just so intelligent because and it's intuitive. it's part of Voce Vista Pro or yes. Voce Vista Video. It's not even part of the Pro version. It's part video. of just Voce Vista Video. Uh, and he will tell you, I mean, the video part is coming very soon. Voce Vista 5.3 when it's ready. And oh my gosh. Anyway, we're so excited. I was, it was, it man, was insane. It was, it was an exciting little it was. conversation. All right. So here we are. Voice Foundation Episode 3 with Bodo Mas. You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from Vormir, may Black Widow rest in peace. Okay. Do you do a sound check or something? Or? <laughs> uh, you could. I'll I'll check you as we as we keep going. Should I keep it really as, as close as you? You can. You okay. can. I can turn you down. Or whatever whatever's comfortable for you. We want you to be comfortable. Okay. Because we 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 always want to keep this just as much of a conversation as possible. Okay. Um, so can you tell me a little just what you do before we start? Because ab- I have no idea what this is about. Oh. Ab- ab- absolutely. So we are. A, our, our tagline for the podcast uh-huh. is your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and nerd pop culture. Oh, great. <laughs> hit it all. <laughs> so we, um, week to week, we might hit, um, you know, a deep dive into chest voice. Leah did her project this semester in, in female chest voice, so we might do a deep dive episode on that. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, we might do an episode about Star Wars. Okay. Because we love... Star Wars is important Because Star us, Wars right? is important <laughs> to us. And uh, who's listening to your podcast? We have listeners from all around the world. Do you know how many? 
Um, I know how many total downloads we've had. Uh-huh. It's somewhere in the realm of about 7,100. Okay. Uh, so not not in the tens of thousands, but uh, we're almost to 10,000. Mm-hmm. We're getting. Right. Given that you know, we're, we're only about a year. We're only a year and a half in. Oh, so right. it's new, but uh, okay. Building. But uh, we've had lots of great people on the podcast in the first year and a half. Wonderful. And we're thrilled to have you. Huh. We're thrilled to have you. Um, so that that's that's basically what we're what we're what we're about. Mm-hmm. Um, week to week, it really quite varies i was gonna say we say we're you know kind of 50 50 on the voice science and the pop culture but honestly what it tends to be more of is like one episode will be really heavy voice science and then the next week we kind of rebound and talk about the new marvel movie or something all right great yeah but so sarah and leah actually just finished their master's degrees Uh in voice ped with me Uh and uh they both had acoustics this semester and voice acoustics and so voce vista video factored heavily into that course i'm happy to hear that yeah yes, pretty yes, much yes. every class i mean that's uh, basically what acoustics kind of is yeah for yes us. i took it with you two years ago as well in undergrad so that would have been still with voce vista three point mm-hmm. something right yeah, yeah so i had done it with both but really this time around it was very I mean, we really never used Voce Vista 3. I mean, we, we downloaded it and mm. looked at you it. You guys some. didn't. I did in class, but I didn't yeah. make you do as much with it. This year, yeah. I made you do more with it. Oh, so much more. Well, I mean, just with the overtone analyzer and being able to filter things out. Like, I mean, that just brings you so many more possibilities, which is nice. Yeah. So there's a lot more stuff to come in the next versions. Oh, okay. Some I have brought today, but I'm not sure if that fits into this format. I mean, uh, well, we'd love to hear more about it. Um, We have no visual element to Mm -hmm. show anybody, although we could put screen captures up. I was going to say, we can post things. I can that uh, you oh sure absolutely We'd love to <laughs> Excited. oh man so for those vocal so vocal fam if, if you do not know bodo Ma- mas mas saying that right mas? Mas. mas mas is the programmer of now of voce vista video pro and uh I guess Sigit, is that how we would say that? Yeah, Sigit. Sigit is your company. And originally you had Overtone, a program called Overtone Analyzer, yes. which then you sort of converted into Voce Vista. Well, I met Don Miller at conferences like this, sure. and then people said, you guys should really work together because you're kind of doing the same thing, and um, there it's a, such a small field, you should work together. And I went to Don and said, do you want to do something together? And then he said, well, could you add video to Voce Vista? And then I talked to the original Voce Vista Richard programmer, Horn. Richard Horn, yes, yes. and he says, no, nah, he doesn't really want to make it more complex, and that wasn't really his thing, and he doesn't know how to do video signals. And then I made a prototype based on my platform, renamed it Voce Vista Video, and put in a video signal prototype, and that was working a few years ago already. And then everybody said, we need a Mac version. So I postponed everything and converted uh, everything to be platform neutral. So that and we, we are very Which thankful is wonderful for that. Yes. Because Macs. <laughs> because because 99% of the voice people seem to have Macs. Right. So yeah. <laughs> your Mac, my Mac, yeah. everybody's Mac. Yes. And, so, um, yeah, and so that took a few years and that brought us to, um, to now, I guess. And now I'm getting back to finish the video work. Just out of curiosity, because I'll just tell you a little bit of my background mm-hmm. and our connection to Don. I, I actually spent about a week in Don's house in the summer of, this would have been 
Maybe 2006. Okay. 2000, when, when did you meet Dr. Miller? First time in 2006, actually. Oh, so it would have been right around. I think when I was there, maybe it was 2007 when I was in his house. I, that, that might be right. Um, uh, he was already then talking about you as programming some newer versions of Voce Vista. Okay. I think the first time I mentioned that to him was 2008. Okay. So maybe it was later that he told me about that. But yeah. I mean, that's entirely possible. That's when we kind of started to, started to, to work think together. about working together. I see. Yeah. I see. I see. I see. Very exciting. Um, so what, what, what are you showing us now? Um, okay, well, it's going to be auditory. Yes. So the new module that we have in the version that just came out mm -hmm. is uh, something based the on... Girls, do you want to come around? I don't want to see. They <laughs> want to come around. It's based on a program called MADA, which is a... Oh, yes. Oh, they, they, they had to use MADA as well yes. so, um, for class. So I read Ken Bozeman's book, and he had a chapter, yes. Experiments with MADA. Ken was on campus this semester. Yes, and, and I kind of wanted to incorporate that anyway for a long time. So um, and so that's what I did. Um so let's start with something that just sounds like a singer doing some triads. And um No way. Guys, he is generating this signal in Voce Vista Video Pro. Yeah, so we can make what? it um and we can make it sing scales. Let's um see what else we got. Now let's stay with this one and just make it longer. And um, so this was a major triad. Let's do a minor triad. And then, of course, you can change the vowel of this. So this was an A. Let's go to an O. Okay. Um, And then, and you can say, what happened if we had no vibrato? Then it would sound like this. I make it shorter again, so it's. <laughs> and then, if he has some, um, well, if he was going to change his vowel going through a sequence, like maybe starting with an A. Then going to an E, E, O, U. And it's going to go through the vowel series? Yes. Um, so you can, and, um, and, and this is fairly coarse going through vowel adjustments like this. So uh, you always start with a vowel what? sequence. This would be. Um, it's going on. So you just have a path of vowels that you yes. want to go through. And then you can use artificial whisper instead of a real voiced sound. So it would be oh. something like if you if you do it would be like this. And uh, if you do it like this, you can actually see how the resonances move. Yeah. Yes. So that really helps people to understand the relationship between the resonances and the sound that is produced. Wow. So if we have if you turn off the resonances, then you just get, in this case, you just get um, white noise because there's no other information in it. Ooh, yeah. Oops. And then if I add the resonances again, then I can shape the sound. So 
So we had the complex R, E, E, O, U. If I just go from one vowel to another, for example, just from, from um, E to U, that's just moving the second resonance. Yeah. So you can see yeah. they have the same, the first resonance stays the same, and the second one moves. So it's going to be like this. And I can actually now ask people to reproduce that with their voice. Um, if you do this transition more slowly, then it would be a more gradual shift. So I can do it. I mean, that's, and that's you just watch that F2 come straight down. Yes. So and now um, the question is, can people reproduce that? And um, People that are trained in singing often can, but yeah. um, somebody who has had no training, there's no vowel between E and U. So what right. people do is they do this. They do the fast transition. So if I ask them, do a whisper and then go from E to U, uh, let me just turn off that. People normally do, the I, I'm just going to do it myself okay, now. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what people yeah. do. Yeah. And then if you train them to do it slowly, and have them do a straight line, it's going to be That's amazing. Wow. Can you try doing that? Let me get closer so that you can see it's going up. It's a very noisy room and I think this is the mic actually that's yeah, doing sure. the visualization there. I'm not very I don't good think at you it. You moved at all. No, I didn't move it at all. <laughs> so, um, okay, well, the, that's might not be interesting for the audience, but um, my point is that with this tool, you can define very precise changes in the resonance. Yeah. So the coarse one is going from one vowel to another one. The subtle one is going from one vowel just to make a tiny adjustment. So if you sing a scale, that's what you have to do to adjust your resonance. Yes. Yeah. Advanced vowel adjustment when, when you have the yes. uh, register transitions. And yes. you can simulate all of that with this tool. That's so, so you can cool. really show people the difference in if you, do, if you don't change your resonance and go up, then you're going to mess up your, um, your register transition. Mm -hmm. And if you make a small adjustment that is small but measurable, right. then it's going to be better. And wow. you can really show people the difference in a very defined way because you can control exactly what's happening in the sample. Oh. And then you can see if people can understand what you're trying to, to get them to learn. My goodness. <laughs> Game changer. I like <laughs> I'm well this is not how I expected this session to go. <laughs> and then um, so so that's one way it's DVs. So did you work with Svanta on incorporating the Mata part or you just programmed that yourself? I just programmed that myself. I mean, I haven't met Svante yet. Uh -huh, I have okay. to meet him, but I don't know him. I don't oh, know fantastic. what kind of uh, guy he is. This is um, just phenomenal. I mean, I remember how I felt. Well, Sarah can tell you how I felt the first day I had this version of your version with frequency filters. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> that that I think is all we did that day. Yeah. <laughs> which was, was just play with it. Well, and then when you were able to use it on your Mac and when you got wine... What, what, when what I was able to feed Mata yeah, si feed signals. Yeah, feed into it, which of course this yeah. takes that just to the next level of simplifying that and being able to really everyone oh can do that. Oh my goodness gracious. Go through those complicated steps. Like that's crazy. Mm. Wow. So there's another thing that is interesting to show with that. If you go back to the triad. So we have um, a minor triad. Let's try this one. 
Now the question is, this kind of sounds male. What do I need to change to make it sound female? And in this example, we only have six resonance frequencies. No, five, five. actually. And I, I use the word resonances rather than formants. Yeah. Because formants, yeah. that's a very no, loaded word. And You're absolutely right. People have different opinions what a formant is. Yes. <laughs> is it the combination of the source and the filter and the formant is the result? It's my is first it slide for lectures for next week at Montclair, yes. is the, so <laughs> the conflicting definitions of, of formant. So when my... Um, I'm actually working with another voice teacher from Germany, Wolfgang Saus, yes. who is, was originally my teacher in overtone singing. But these days he's primarily a voice, re voice researcher. Uh -huh, yes. And all of that And Anna Maria Hefele's teacher. A what? Anna Maria Hefele's teacher, right? Yes. 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 So, um, and uh, all the music theory in, or all the um, voice theory in there is, is heavily driven by him as well as from Don Miller. So they, they both have fed into this program heavily. And um, so he said, don't ever mention the word foreman in the program anywhere because <laughs> it's evil. Um, just use, call it resonances yeah. because that's a more neutral safer. term and it's more precise about what we mean by that. I've tried to so make sure that all of my lectures for next week are this exactly. representation. So, so that's, what, that's the modern terminology. There was yes. a recent paper about what should we call these things yep. and so these are the resonance frequencies. Sarah had to write one of her graduate comp questions on, on that on the two, on the two definitions, definitions <laughs> of format. So let's replay the sound I just had. So we have five resonances here, and um, they define a male sound. And now I just shift the upper three ones. So the first three are freely controllable in the mouth, and the other ones are kind of more set by the shape of your skull and if you're male or female. So it's going to be the same thing again. But uh, now with the upper resonances adjusted. Um, and there's, you actually need more than five to make it sound really female. Yeah. I, I, I went to a lot of women and asked them to vocal fry for me. Mm -hmm. And so I found you need up to nine or ten to get, to get it fully convincing. But Fascinating. Wow. Um, if you take the male one and just shift the pitch higher, so if you go back to the male, and and just make it sing a female pitch, then it's gonna sound like a transgender person or something like that, huh, okay. which is really also interesting. So that's in the male range. So let's make it sing a soprano note. So you can just pick a note on the piano and it will oh, sing okay. with that pitch. So that's your huh, transgender yeah. person. And if you sing that with a female resonance, so that was an F4, just to remember that. Um, going, there was, I think it was here. So that's kind of more female, even though yeah. I, c I can make it more precise, even though. But if we make that going to a bass note, then it's also going to sound weird. So. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That's kind of a very old woman with a smoky voice yeah. rather yes. than a male bass. Yeah, like B. Arthur. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah, then yeah, so yeah. and it's only two resonances that are different between these two, the between kind of the, in quotes, male and female sounds that I've just shown you. And that is just so interesting what you, how yeah. little you need to change the characteristics of the voice. 
And so it's a kind of a tool for experimental voice research as Very well. Very cool. My, my mind is exploding <laughs> right now. I, I sort of don't even have any words. Um, I wow, 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 so wow, wow. So, will the profiles come preset with this version? Do you, or did you set them up yourself? Um, well, that's so what's in the version right now. That's the yeah. version that's on my website. You can download that right now. Uh-huh. That's Wait, this really is what's in the version I downloaded. I don't know which one you have. Yeah. I, this kind of came out maybe a month ago. Yes. So it's oh, my goodness. That. It's version 5.2. Now you've really yes. broken yeah, him. So then you already have that. Oh, my goodness gracious. I was so busy putting my lectures together <laughs> for next week and working him. on the presentation for yeah, this. I didn't really want to. This um, is going to. Absu- okay. I didn't have time to go into marketing improvement. Apologies to my wife the, uh, and family. <laughs> this, this is, is now doing this summer. going to him. eat up the rest of my summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> um, okay, well, <laughs> I showed you the uh, EU transition earlier, mm-hmm. so let's get back to that because that's very uh, interesting. It's the root of overtone singing. So if we again have a um, right, I'm uh, just loaded with my profile because that's faster. Load mm-hmm. from this, and then generate this. <laughs> So what's happening here? Wow! Yes, this is a simulated sound, but what? And and I added a bit of breathiness. So the actual sound that we see here is mm. a a voiced sound with overtones, but there's also 15% breathiness. Breathiness. And um, that means you cannot see because how the resonance moves. If we do it with pure breathiness, then you would just see this line, but what we did earlier with mm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Having the overtones means you can see where the resonance moves, but then whenever the resonance hits one of the harmonics, then you hear the harmonic there. Yeah, it comes out. And then and that's already a subtle effect of overtone singing. So if I was to do it with my mouth, it would be... <laughs> so, um, <laughs> this is, I think, the first time any of us have been this close to someone doing that. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. Amazing. And um, what I did now was actually to combine the second and the third resonance. Is that what is that what you're doing? Okay. That's when I lift my tongue, I have an additional resonance in my mouth, and that's why the overtone gets relatively loud. What the program was doing was keep the resonance, the third resonance, constant, consistent, and just move the second, and then it sounds a bit more subtle. It would be like this. E- Yes. So that's kind of what I simulated here, but they can also set it up, which I haven't done yet, to merge the second and third resonances, and then it's going to be um, the boosted sound. Yes. So it's just another thing to show um, that that's actually how you can hear the harmonics in your voice using your own mouth to amplify them and, and to theoretically understand conceptually what's happening there. Wow. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> so uh, cool. Well, I mean, we're pretty much all just blown away here. Uh, this is a landmark day for vocal. <laughs> Crazy, fry. because I mean, we talk about using Voce Vista kind of as a mirror for w- yourself when you're singing. Like you can literally see your uh-huh. sound, and this could, I mean, really give you the tool to then, I almost teach yourself 
overtone singing manipulating those resonances like that's crazy because yeah so there's a lot more that we can show with that so i have yeah. just started to scratch the surface uh, uh, yeah and, um, amazing <laughs> so um but for me it's really fun to play with that as well because yeah, there are like so many things and if i want to show something specific like a complicated vocal example I can now just stimulate it with right. a few clicks rather than finding a singer who, 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 who can, can do actually do what I want to show especially if it's something that's that's um, not what a singer would normally do right. like if you want to show how to do it wrong or something then a good singer wouldn't really voluntarily do this or be able <laughs> to do it convincingly yeah. well like having the female resonance and then going down yeah. to a low D I mean you're, you're exactly. not going to get a woman to do that there's some normally there's some middle aged women in a choir who are in the tenor section who mm -hmm. could probably do that but maybe <laughs> <laughs> but you can you'd have a time finding them yeah <laughs> oh my goodness I don't even know what I well I've I've said this on the podcast before but <laughs> I'll say it again now with you in the room. I think the voice world owes you a great uh, amount of thanks for the programming you've been doing on this for years now. Uh, yeah, first started with this project 16 years ago. Wow. My goodness. Wow. 15 and a half. At the end of 2003 was the first prototype that I wrote in a weekend. And at the time I was taking a class with Wolfgang Saus in uh -huh. overtone singing. It was a one-year course. So we were meeting every other month for a long weekend. And he said, you know, it, I looked at some of these spectrogram no, programs uh -huh, and none mm -hmm. of them was really doing what I want for teaching overtones. Sure. And then I said, well, I can program. Let's try if I, how far I would get with that. Yeah. And so my first pro good prototype was <laughs> September 2003. Oh, my gosh. And I showed it to him and he was really excited. and said, this is amazing. <laughs> and, um, and then I started to do it. As a, as a side project and realized it will never get anywhere if I do it on the side, like as a weekend after mm -hmm. evening project. And so I quit my job eventually to do it full time. Wow. Oh my goodness well, gracious. <laughs> yeah. Now I haven't had time um, this month to mm -hmm. get my EGG, because my EGG is in my office at school, uh -huh. not at... Uh, not at my house and I haven't been into my office at all right. to, to do some of the Wavegram stuff uh -huh. now that that's incorporated in. Yeah, the Wavegram version is not released yet but okay. it's going to be fairly soon. I, I've s okay, I, I thought that, for some reason I thought that was in the newer version. Yeah, I put some videos of uh, some teasers. I've seen, the, the I've seen the video. Okay, yes, okay, exactly. okay. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Because so this, this is basically, I need to make some tutorials for this stuff because uh, otherwise uh -huh, people uh -huh, are not uh -huh. going to understand what it really can do and I haven't had time for that that's why I haven't really promoted it yet but yeah. that will come after the summer oh my so if goodness. I show this to you like in this kind of setting people get it but for me to be at home and produce a video for that that's yeah of course uh, takes that'll take some more time but I'm working on it I'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> I am so they can tell you because they see me more often. Oh, he's not kidding. He's literally going to go home from this conference and mm. only play with this. No, I'm going to from this conference where we're both going to Montclair oh, next week. Oh, you're right. Well, yeah, I'm going to show it in Montclair also. So. Regardless, this is going to be yes, the rest of his are. summer. He is not kidding. <laughs> oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. Well, gonna this gonna is going <laughs> to eat up a lot of time, folks. V in vocal fact, fam. you're probably going to go back to your hotel room tonight and yep. look at this, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. So that's to bring, be his free time, um, the to rest bring of it up, conference. you have this button on the vowel chart, which is called generator. And that's how you open this window. 
I'm going to s- yeah. see. He's, ar- he's already in it. I'm actually just going to see if that's the version that so I currently have you, downloaded. Because I, I don't know what you get to, like, mm. computer programming. Like, did you go to school for that? Um, I've always been interested in computers, starting yeah. as a kid. And okay. then I thought I want to do something with that professionally, but I didn't want to become the classical computer nerd. So I didn't want to yeah. study computer <laughs> science at university because I thought these people are boring and I don't want to be <laughs> like that. I get that. Um, this is one of the most amazing individuals we've ever had on the because podcast. Because I, I found that when I went to other events, I was usually hanging out with the singers, not with the computer yeah. nerds. So well, we're fun. I get it. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, I, and I like to sing myself, obviously. Yeah. And so I studied psychology and philosophy. Okay. And um, at the University of Oxford. And, um, and then I... After that, I got a job as a programmer because I still felt more drawn to what's something creative like that, yeah. mixing creativity and technology because yeah. that was the somehow where my talents were. Well, yeah, it kind of lets you do a little bit of both. If you like music and you like creativity, but you also obviously enjoy programming, like yeah. coming up with new programs, it's all of it. Exactly. And then eventually I came to this. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's interesting. I wouldn't have guessed, like, psychology and you said philosophy. Yeah. Uh, like, that's such an I- interesting jump, I guess, in my mind. Well, not really, because I wanted to study cognitive science and artificial intelligence. Oh, which and, um, definitely makes sense. When I um, looked at studying in Oxford, they had mm-hmm. that as a division of psychology. So okay. it, uh, it was not becoming a clinical therapist, but rather a researcher yeah. of how the brain works and how to model that with computers. With compu- so uh-huh. that was very aligned with my interests. Okay, yeah. that makes a lot more sense then, because I'm sitting here like, okay, like, I mean, if you're interested in it at all, like, and you can teach yourself some of the other stuff, that makes sense. But that makes a lot of sense wanting to implement kind of the artificial But I also had to thought, well, if I study this, maybe I can still become a therapist later in life yeah, if yeah. I choose to <laughs> Keep your in some way. options open. Exactly. Let's see. Wow. I get that. So it's maybe I don't have that version yet. We click on... Um, <laughs> He's already pulled it out. <laughs> so that's... Oh no, goodness. you have it. Click on edit and then generate sound. Here. Vocal fry oh world. He has literally yes. pulled out his computer. On that one. This is happening. And generate. Oh, oh my goodness. Now you can do modulation this is and it. turn off the vibrato. I almost feel like we have to you like text Dr. Spivak and like and apologize in advance for what like the rest the of her summer is going to be. Yeah. Because this. Oh. He's just um, done. Like he's checked out. Click on um, scale. He has left Major the scale. building. Maybe get, wow. Maybe wow. He's wow. sitting right here. So <laughs> oh, that's ours. No, we don't want to do that. No, is this fangirling? Is he fangirling? Uh, but as a fanboying? Mm-hmm. Is that a term? Okay. I've never heard somebody. And... And now go back to modulation and change, turn on the vibrato again. This is happening. Put it to five hertz. I don't even know what to say anymore. This is just dead space. And maybe 50 cents variation, just to see what that sounds like, or 60. Yeah, and then generate. This, this. Because y'all can't see him, he is now doing this on his own computer. And then, because um, you're probably thinking, fundamentally, we already changed it to a minor scale. And you did, but now you're hearing it on his computer, which makes it different. Puppy, Leah, there's a puppy. Look at the puppy. And then go to. Um, <gasps> step. Oh my this god! So, so the type, oh change that to single step. Oh, I miss her. Click generate. I 
And now change the smoothness to 100%. Ooh. That's going to do a glissando. With the vibrato, the glissando That's doesn't cool. work. Yeah, so sure. You, have you, hear, you end up the, hearing the... You have to turn off the vibrato if it's going to be a real glissando. Now we can do a minor amount of vibrato if you go here and uh. click on fundamental frequency. That's going to just add a little bit of noise. To the fundamental? So that is not uh, like a super clean computer. Uh -huh. I wonder if he'll edit this? this part out. Do what? So I wonder if he'll edit this part out. <laughs> it's a very subtle difference, but you can yes, see here it's perfectly straight. In yes, here. you can yes, see it in a wave, yes. yes. And that's mo a more natural human voice because humans can't get it perfectly straight like that. So if you just add this tiny amount of random noise to it, then it's going to sound more natural. I know, that's cool. Yeah. You guys, vocal fam, yeah. vocal fam, <laughs> this is basically the. Perna just had Christmas. <laughs> We already um, said, like, you're fangirling. Like, <laughs> I've never heard of somebody say fanboying, so I'm going to stick with fangirling. Yeah, no, fangirling I'm totally right fangirling now. right now. Yeah. Uh, what? I was not expecting this, but. This is not how I are. was expecting <laughs> this day to go, folks. Goodness gracious. Well, I'm no, glad you, really uh, cool. you like so it. So then, can you filter that? Yes, of course. Oh. You didn't do anything. I did. I. We couldn't I, hear anything. I'm just no. Well, it's because I will say. Oh, I hear oh. that. That's cool. Yeah. Oh I am very my tempted goodness. to go get the more recent version because I don't think I have. I don't know. I just I have whatever we downloaded yeah. when we started. You guys yeah, just so have this. Came this about about a month ago, so it's it's very yeah, new. Yeah, yeah. You guys just have, have the Voce Vista video though. You don't have Voce Vista Video Pro. No, but that's in the middle version also. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's well. Um, then I know what I'm Sarah doing. Sarah knows tonight. what she's doing with the rest <laughs> of her summer. Being like, oh, I haven't done this. Blah blah blah. But okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna walk around and get more people to sing into my <laughs> computer. Be like, look, look, I'm gonna make your voice now, but it's not actually you singing. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for well, showing this. The to next us. step then is to look at more methods to extract the uh, actual resonances in a recording of the voice. So I wanna look more again at um, how. Um, how to use inverse filtering or LPC algorithm and things like that so that I can reproduce voices more naturally. And then that's my current next research project. I've never been able to get Sopron to work. I've downloaded uh -huh. it multiple times. Yeah, it's, it's like the, there's no manual. It's not really... <laughs> there is no <laughs> manual for Sopron. I've downloaded it so many times and I thought, this is going to be the week. Like every summer, I'm sort of like, this is going to be the week I'm going to sit here and figure this out. Did you ever ask him, the author? No, if he's, uh, I, never, uh, I never have. Well, I, if you I, ever get in touch with him, if there's a manual or if he can just kind of <laughs> explain it to you, I would be very interested. The thing that. is... I've of course seen Dr. Sundberg, Dr. Sundberg do it many times uh -huh. live, right. and I'm like, yeah, that that's got to be the way the numbers. And then it never ends up actually going the way I think it's gonna go. So that's gonna that's on my list of doing that. So that you just have a short clip of a singer, and the program can figure out what the resonances are in that as well as possible. Wow. And if you do that, okay. <laughs> He's um, broken. He's done. He but I, haven't, I don't understand Sopran either, so I have to do it in my own way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I feel validated. Um, oh, my goodness gracious. Um, wow, what a thrill this day has been. So 
now that we've done an incredible Voce Vista deep dive that I don't think any of the three of us were expecting <laughs> today. No, but I'm not mad. <laughs> These these two were exhausted because they only slept about two hours last yep. night. Yeah, I'm still jet lagged. Also, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, um, I can you're probably ready for bed. I, I just slept in the afternoon, mm. and I, I thought we were meeting tomorrow, so it was oh, lucky no. that I came back I'm here in time. I'm so glad we caught you. Yeah, um, me too. So I, w- we are, uh, like I said, half voice science and pedagogy, half nerd pop culture. Mm-hmm. Do you have any sort of nerd interests, book series? podcasts you listen to movies you're into tv shows uh anything uh, a band that you're really into anything that you're really into that is not necessarily strictly voice related mm. i don't really i'm not really a huge pop culture nerd okay. I, I watched all the marvel movies if that counts but i'm not i'm not um a fan uh, so to say but i did like iron man and so i watched all of his movies uh, <laughs> well, iron man's a good one Yes, we've yeah. we've we we've done whole Avengers episodes. Right. So this that is, is true. That is but a it thing doesn't have to be done. like when we say pop culture. I mean, it could be like it could even really be something like else. British just literature, or, something, or, you know or it I mean? could even like be like like something that you do just outside, just like you go dancing, uh, or, or you I mean, I do a lot of things like anything. that. I unicycle. Oh, cool! I do uh, acrobatic oh. yoga. See, these are the kind of things See, the yeah, vocal fam wants to know. Yeah, that's perfect. So, acrobatic yoga. How did you get into How did you get into that? Um. I've I've always done things that are physical and challenging, like unicycling or overtone singing. And mm-hmm. then m- several different people have suggested to me that I would like acro yoga because they knew I was doing yoga also, which is kind of nerdy in its own way. Sure, yes. Because you learn things like handstand. And um, so people say, you should check out acro yoga. And I was living in Berlin at the time, so eventually I did, and I loved it. It's um, so much more social than traditional yoga. So you're doing it with someone else. Yes, it's it's a form of partner be. acrobatics. <laughs> oh, so one me. person is lying on the floor. That's usually me. And I then think I've <laughs> seen some of these videos on your Facebook. Exactly. Yes. And then um, the other person is flying on the on the base, and then they're doing they're transitioning from pose to pose to do complicated things. Wow. And um, and that's incredibly challenging, but it's also yep. very social. So in, in normal yoga, I was just standing on the mat and I could see the other people in the room, but there was no interaction at all. Amazing. And that was usually in the morning. So when it's done, everybody goes to work. And so for taking three hours of my day, that was really not satisfying for me mm. as a social thing right. to do. And when I discovered acro yoga, you're doing it together with somebody else the whole time. So you're communicating, right. you're doing a meditative and challenging physical thing. You're in the flow together. And that's really great about it. Wow. That's amazing. And because I'm a computer person, I work on a computer all day. So I need some other things. Absolutely. Yeah, you need some social interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. Wow. Acro- Wait, how, how long have you been unicycling? Really long time. I started in 1993, I think. Oh, oh that's and I started overtone singing in <laughs> 1994. Oh my goodness! So you're just really into just the fi- anything that's physically challenging. Yeah, I'm a nerd. So, <laughs> but but no, but, but no, but no golf. No golf. No. <laughs> just had to ask because I play golf. Yeah. Um, that is phenomenal. And I also do um, a lot of cycling. And actually, so to be weird again, I have a, a recumbent race bicycle. Oh. And. Um, I'm training for a 24-hour cycling marathon, which wow. I did last year for the first time. And ah. so it's the idea is that you have one lap, which is about 11 miles, and it That's goes around bad. a small hill. And you try to do, it starts at Saturday noon and goes to Sunday noon. And you try to, many, to do as many laps as possible. And the, the strongest guy did 40 laps, which is, 
I think something like 400, 450 miles. Oh my and gosh. I did, um, I think I did about 33 or something, which is. Her father has a thing where every year he bike, he rides his age. He's uh -huh. a bicyclist. Right. And he, so he's almost 70 now. Mm -hmm. And every year he has still ridden one ride that was his age. Yeah. In miles. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. So yeah. this year I was going to go for 600 kilometers, which is like 400, 500 miles. You know, but, um, miles. <laughs> but, you know, um, like you do. Yeah, but I don't know. I had to do this year now. I don't know if I had enough rest. And so we'll see. I'm not putting any pressure on myself. <laughs> oh, and man. it's mostly a fun event. It's yeah, not about, absolutely. it's not a race. It's just yeah. you're racing against yeah. your own yourself yeah. to expand your boundaries. That's not, right. Not to race against the I other ran, people. I ran a half marathon distance this spring. Oh, great. And uh, I just did it myself. Though yeah. It was just about me and the distance. It wasn't about uh -huh. anybody else. Exactly. It was just, you know, so I, I, I get that. I get that. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I run too. So I did a 33K run with my brother last year also wow. in well. the mountains. <laughs> That's I have, impressive. <laughs> I have not done a 33K run. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But I had, I, we did that a month after I did this 24-hour cycling marathon. So I was incredibly fit. And, um, <laughs> and I, was well, it and well. I was doing it together with my brother. So I was we were staying together the whole time. So I was slightly faster than him on my own, so it wasn't as challenging, uh, but it was really fun. Amazing. Okay, so sort of maybe just to bring us home here. Uh -huh. If you, if someone, what's like the first thing you would tell someone if they want to get Voce Vista, and what's the very first thing you would tell them to do if they if they buy the program and they download it? What's what's the very first thing they should do? But now that we have this sound generator, I showed you. I think they should start with that just to get some examples of sounds Vowels that are interested to look at and then they should sing into it and experiment with themselves with their own voice it really depends what they want to get out of it and how experimental or how adventurous they are absolutely because some people are really like visual learners and they they like to experiment they like to they see their own voice and they say oh i want to try this i want to try this and so for these kind of people you don't need to give them any manual they just figure it out if people don't know what to do and what the program can do, then starting with existing examples and using the generator is a good way to get some ideas what this sure. is all about. And then we maybe watch some video tutorials, which will be on my website soon. I'm, I have, I'm just setting up a recording studio at home so that I can refine my video recording pipeline. Because so far I haven't really Amazing. had a good room for that. There's always noise Amazing. from the neighbors. So now I'm setting up um, like a... An, a soundproof room for that so hopefully you know. you'll get yeah. a lot more um video tutorials from me soon that's awesome yeah wow bodo cool. man you are um you are full of surprises and amazing <laughs> and it is <laughs> it is my really pleasure to finally meet you in person likewise uh, we've seen and each other on facebook a lot so in, I mean. indeed and i look forward to spending some of the next week with you in, in, in new jersey yeah yeah um this will be wow uh, where you'll get to hear me probably sound like an idiot compared to what we saw, saw today, but uh, I don't think so. Maybe only no. like half an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, uh, see, yeah, the, this is what you need. So you nice. need graduate students to keep you humble. That's that's uh -huh. basically. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm here for, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So if you're not my graduate student anymore, now you're just my colleague. Well, so I can still make fun of you. <laughs> yeah, and there it is, folks. Uh, thank you so much for sitting down, taking yes, some time. Thank you for having me. This is oh, fascinating. Oh my goodness, it really what is a day crazy. this has been. All right, peace out, folks. Local fam.